Prepare for launch. launch. The Inertia Force Daily Fantasy Sports Podcast starts now with your host, Manny A. What's up, what's up, what's up, Force listeners? Thank you so much for joining me today. It is Saturday, and we all know it. It is Saturday, the day of a million sports to play. Um, and we got Champions League today, which is I'm super excited about, um, kind of. I really wish it wasn't two Premier League teams, and I was really hoping Ajax was going to be in the finals. But, uh, hey, this is what we got. I still love soccer. I still love watching it, and I do have my take on it. I will be talking about that. I'll be talking about the NBA uh, Finals game for tomorrow, what I think uh, the Golden State Warriors will do to improve and possibly take game two. And uh, let's recap what happened earlier this week in baseball. Um, Monday, Tuesday was great. Uh, Friday, last night, was great, Uh, especially on FanDuel. We've definitely had a much better week on FanDuel. DraftKings has been uh, not that good, and um, that's just how it goes sometimes. Sometimes one site just seems to be paying out better than the other site, and it's a lot of it just has to do with pricing and just the way my model kind of just spits things out and the way it, it believes it's going to give us the best possible chance of winning. And we just got to do that bank manage, management rule, guys, and we'll be fine. Talking about... Uh, MLB this weekend. It's extremely tough to, for me to break it all down. Everything's split up a million different ways. My suggestion would be if you have limited bankroll, don't play the two-game slates. Don't play uh, even a three-game slate. Uh, I don't think there is that on, on this weekend, but there is an early two-gamer. Um, on FanDuel, there's actually a pretty nice uh, afternoon one. I think it's five games. That's actually a really nice number to play in. And we got the main slate as well. But just pick one. Uh, either slate is fine. I'll be posting most likely for all of them. But uh, I, I will be advising everybody, just just watch your bankroll, guys. If you guys are positive for the week, don't just blow it all and, and, and think you're just going to win all the tournaments. you got to be very diligent in the way you approach the game. And you should be making money. And that is the goal for us. Looking at this Champion League final, I actually did write an article on inertia4sports.com. If you go to the homepage, it is right there. You can read what I said. But I'm also going to talk about a couple other points I didn't touch on my article. Um, I think Harry Kane is the elephant in the room here, guys. And if he's fully fit, I do think it poses a problem for Liverpool. He's extremely tall. You got Danny Rose and Trippier, who are very good at crossing the ball. And you got Lucas Moura, who's just playing out of his mind right now. And I think um, Pancetto, uh, I think that's how you pronounce it, would be smart to have Moura come in at around the 20th minute. I know it sounds crazy, but the dude, I've watched this guy since Brazil. And he's an extremely, extremely good player. Um, He's been compared to Neymar at times. Even Neymar himself said... Um, that he believes he has better true skill on the ball, but he believes he's a better finisher. And to be honest, his finishing's improving. The guy got a hat trick uh, last Champions League game here versus Ajax. But as I said, he his tank is 70 minutes. Like it's 70, N- nothing more, nothing less. The dude can only play 70. After that, 
he just runs out of gas. Why why it hasn't changed, I'm not sure. But if I were the coach, I would definitely put him in around the 20th, 30th minute, especially if Kane is back. If Kane isn't back, I get it. He has to start. He has to play. But I do think Kane will offer, even if he's not 100%, he's going to offer uh, definitely some open spots for the rest of his team, like San and and, and uh, Deli Ali, who I think are going to be big contributors in this game if somehow the Spurs offer to pull off this upset of the Liverpool, or of Liverpool, sorry. And in terms of what other things I think the Spurs can do, I think the formation is a big deal here. A lot of people don't realize in soccer, it's all about the formation. Look, Liverpool doesn't hide anything. They play a 4-3-3. They have three extremely talented uh, forward players. They have Salah and Mane on the wings, and they have Firmino in the middle, which, by the way, he's fully fit. There's not even a question of how fit he is. Uh, Klopp went ahead and, and, and said, look, he's he's fit, he's ready, he's been fit. I have zero concerns. There will be no restraints on him. And for the record, Firmino has owned the Spurs team. Uh, in both matches this year as well, he's scored on them. And I think he's going to be a huge part, especially for building teams on FanDuel or DraftKings. He's going to be my centerpiece. Um, he's, he's, just, he's just as eager to play, guys. He wasn't able to play the last Champion League games. And he's going to be raring to go. And I, I love Firmino today. Um, that's my two cents on who I'm going to be playing for roster construction. But in term, back to the formation, I think if he runs 4-4 diamond, um, what does that mean, diamond? Uh, it, 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 it's not uh, your typical 4-4-2. Diamond implying is you have to... You can get rid of the center backs and you can play them with midfielders. And in this case... I think it would be Ali and Sissoko, uh, who would be probably right down the middle. And then you got on on the wings, right? You have Trippier, Rose, and then Vertogen and so forth. And what that allows them to do is they are able to play with a little bit more skill in the middle of the field to kind of counter the sheer amount of just talent that Liverpool has uh, down the center because they, they primarily make their plays in the center, right? You have Milner there, who I think, I'm pretty sure he's going to start, and he primarily likes to drive the ball right down the middle. Uh, and that's just how they begin their plays. And then and, and then they'll either just force it down the middle or they'll shoot it out right to the side and they'll do a cross, right? And the way a 4-4-2 diamond works, it kind of bottlenecks all of that. And I think if Pinchetto tries to kind of run a 4-4 uh, uh, or sorry, a four-three-three. It's not going to go well. It's just not going to go well for them. They're going to be too slow. They don't have the skill already, and I think they'll just get rolled over to like a three-nothing uh, loss. Um, but that's my take on the formation for the game. As well, I do believe tempo is going to be a big factor here in this game. Uh, I I think the Spurs do have the personnel to push the tempo here on Liverpool. Liverpool has quite a few players that aren't very quick. They're very good, but they're not very quick, especially their back line. Um, they're not that quick in the speed department. I know that uh, TAA is, is, is quick, but he's not really a good defender, okay? Like, I get it. He's, he, he, he's an amazing set-piece taker. 
He's an amazing attacker, but in terms of defending, yes, his speed is there. Um, but other than that, the rest of their back line isn't very quick, right? And I think that's something they could take advantage of, especially with a player like Lucas Mora, who is, like I said, playing out of his mind. And I think that speed is really going to help the Spurs to kind of surprise Liverpool with their pace and kind of make them a little bit disoriented in how they're going to approach the rest of the game. I think them just pressing, 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 but not being ridiculously ridiculously selfish with the ball is going to help them maybe squeak out a win here. Um, As I said, there's a very, very small chance these guys are going to win this game. Liverpool's far superior team. But that is my take. And I'm going to roughly go over uh, the NBA game here on Sunday and what I what I feel is going to happen. Look, Kawhi Leonard isn't 100%. Uh, it was pretty evident. I know he was double teamed the entire game, but you can just see it in the way he's running up and down the floor. He still played 43 minutes, which is uh, very encouraging. But I think Kawhi himself knows if they're going to win this series, he needs his teammates. And Siakam showed up with 14 to 17 from the field. Van Fleet knocked a couple down. Danny Green came out of his funk. And Kyle Lowry, he just caught Lowry. He was a pit bull out there. Yes, he only got four points, but he did so much for that team that, you know, it, it, it doesn't even matter. All you need is 12, 15 from him, and you're jumping for joy. And he may very well do that to kind of balance, I think, Siakam coming down to earth a little bit. I think he's still going to score 20 to 24 points. I don't think he's going to go 14 to 17 again from the field. Um, but hey, you never know. Van Fleet did it in the last series. He was lights out. Maybe this is Siakam series. I'm not sure. In terms of Golden State, there's major issues for these guys right now. Um, Kevin Durant, I don't think he's going to be back till the fourth, possibly fifth game. And I think if Golden State wins the next two, he won't be back till the fifth game. And because he has a serious injury, guys, it's a four to six week, um, injury recovery time that he has right and week four would be game four on the dot so with that being said I don't think he's fully healthy even if he plays I think he will play if they're down 2-0 or down 2-1 if they're up 2-1 I don't think he shows up till the fifth game in this series in terms of what Golden State can do to improve look Clay didn't have a great game but he didn't have a bad game I think he still gave you 22 points or 21 points. Curry still played a great game. The problem was the supporting cast, right? And Draymond Green. Draymond Green, he will not play like that again. I'm telling you right now, he's going to improve. He's going to play a lot better defensively. This is a team they have to get used to, and Draymond's going to be a big factor if they win game two or not. I think if he can lock down and do proper switches and set proper screens and get a little bit more offensive rebounds, I think they're a completely different team. Now, the problem here is Iguodala. He says he's fine. I don't think he's fine. He came down very awkwardly on that leg, and he's arguably their second-best defender. Um, I, I do think he's a better defender than Clay. There's He's the guy that's on Kawhi Leonard, right? The reason he's on Kawhi Leonard because he has the body, he has the length, and he still has enough speed, and he has the game sense, the, the knowledge to defend a guy like Kawhi. Um, I do think Golden State will defer a bit from doing the double and triple teaming on Leonard. I think they're going to 
let Leonard open up a little bit um, and defend the rest of the Raptors because I think they realize they can't just double-team Leonard. This Raptors team is far superior in terms of roster construction versus Golden State. Golden State is top-heavy, right? Mind you, that top-heavy team is probably good enough to beat the Raptors in in a in a seven-game series just because you have Curry and you have um, Clay Thompson there who at any point in time can just light up. But with that being said, you're depending on these hot hand games from Golden State Warriors to beat the Raptors because the Raptors do have a better roster, right? You have Gasol, you have Ibaka, you have Siakam, you have Powell who who wasn't even very effective. He didn't get as many minutes, but that's because everybody's playing well. You have him there who at any point in time, he's got the confidence and he's got the shooting to go in there and dominate any game versus an extremely weak weak bench okay like they're defend like like i'm like i'm not trying to offend these guys right but alfonso mckinney jurebko these aren't dudes that you should be losing to okay like they're not experienced at all they might be good but they're but they're just not these players that can that can carry you to 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 a championship right like they just don't have the pedigree livingston's Right on the borderline, I understand that he's been there. This is his fifth finals. He's he understands the system, but he he's getting old, right? He, he he's not the player he used to be. And then you have Quinn Cook, who I don't think is very good. Um, he's just not, and I just don't feel any of these guys can compete with the Raptors bench. Simple as that. So I do think. They let Leonard uh, go a little bit here, and I think if they do that, the Golden State Warriors are going to be down 2-0 in the series. I think they have to approach the game the same way they did. They have to be a little bit better with their execution if they want to win this game because Golden State did lose or miss quite a few shots. Um, they don't, like, they're playing this ball where they're daring to shoot, right? The Raptors, right? They're daring them. They left Gasol open two, three times, completely uncontested. They did the same thing with Siakam, and what did that do? They they established their rhythm, they established their confidence, and you're just not going to win a game like that. And lastly, they got to be prepared for the physicality of the Raptors. All these guys, Lowry, um, Gasol, Ibaka, all these dudes had four or five fouls, but why? Because they were so aggressive with the ball, and I think they need to match their energy to win this game. Um, my take on this game is I want the Raptors to win. Um, obviously, this is the cheer- the team I'm cheering for. Do I think they win? Yes. And the only reason I do believe the Raptors are going to win game two is because I fully, fully believe they're going to come off of Leonard a little bit. Maybe not completely, but I think they're going to come off of Leonard enough because there's enough attention now on Siakam, who is now his partner in crime, and they're not even going to remember about Lowry. But Lowry at any game can show up and drop four or five three-pointers. And I do believe it's going to be the difference because then Leonard will be able to expand his game into this series, and he's probably going to drop 30 or 40 if, if they open up the way I think they're going to open up. And if that happens, I do think Raptors go into Oracle Arena up to O in the series. Will they win an, uh, win an Oracle? Um, hard to say. It's it's such a tough place to play. Uh, it's an incredible atmosphere as well. Um, 
who knows? Who, who really knows? I think if uh, Drake maybe shows up, uh, who knows? Maybe he'll uh, he'll just rattle everybody. The guy's just been doing a phenomenal job of uh, being in the game without being in the game. So, But that's my take, guys. Thank you so much for listening. As I said, bankroll management, I can't preach it enough. Make sure you pick your spots today on Slates to Play. Myself, I'll be posting Champions League, um, NBA tomorrow. I'll be posting NHL tonight, another game I'm super excited about. I just don't have enough time to talk about. And I'll be posting all the baseball. So thank you so much for joining me. And I will talk to you guys later. May the sports be with you. See ya.